Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Unless your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. We are back. It feels so good to be into season five and this. Year number two of uh, the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, a Bachelor Australia, sometimes New Zealand podcast, uh, from two Bachelors of Arts. Me, Max Quinn, hello, and my friend Xavier Retsky Noonan. Hello, it's me. Hi, hello. Hi, I said your name real fast. Yeah. Xavier Retsky Noonan. It's good, because it's a long one, and we yeah. we want to get into it. There's quite a bit to discuss this week, so like the less important stuff, like the names of the people who are hosting the show, like yes. we, can, we can let that go. Yeah. Uh, the less you like... know, listener, the better. Yeah, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, season five underway. Tell, let's let's run them off. Tim Robert, number yep. two, Blake mm-hmm. Garvey, mm-hmm. number three, Sam Wood, yeah, number four, Richie, Richie Strawn, Struggan, Australian, Australian, number five, Maddie, Maddie J. J. And we will never know what the J stands for. <laughs> Maybe on the last episode of the season it will be revealed. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. That's cute. He's like the janitor in Scrubs or uh, like. Cosmo no, Kramer we knew Janitor's or... last name. It was Janitor. Oh, it's Janitor. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> First name, though. Jan Itor. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So we're talking about The Bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting TV program. Yes. We have some problems with it. Certainly. Um, but also there's lots of things to enjoy about it. Yes. Um, and Max and I, as two very knowledgeable and smart boys, mm. um, are putting our big brains to the test to see if we can't explain away. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> well, the main question that I find myself asking a lot with The Bachelor is why? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. Why are we subjecting ourselves to this? Mm. Why is there a podcast about this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The answer is... Why do you do this? (laughs) Um, Why am I wasting my time? Why are we friends? (laughs) Wait, no, no. No, 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 no. Maxwell. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Um, Uh, Max and I have been friends for a long time. Very long time. And there's no reason to doubt or question that. Absolutely not. None. Uh, Hashtag for this episode is still friends. Best friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's the advantage we have over other podcasts as well. I think we've talked about this a little bit. Is like most podcasts, they're hosted by like people who have never met or never really talked to each other before. Don't usually talk during the week. Yeah, me and Max every day are actually friends. Yeah, and so that kind of gives us a leg up, I think, against the competition. Yeah, we'll tell the cream egg story at another point during this season. (laughs) That would be like the third or fourth (laughs) time on this show now. Before we get to that point, there's a lot of Bachelor to discuss. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Is it worth just jumping right into it? I think it? that we should just dive right in. All right. So, I mean, it's been a very big week. Yes. <laughs> Naturally. It's been the first one. that They start big and they just get bigger. That's exactly how it works. Uh, yeah. Even though the cast diminishes, somehow the volume increases. Mm. Yeah. And if you... <laughs> the volume increases. <laughs> just by the end of this season, we're like, So, there's only three women left! <laughs> um... So if you missed our introduction episode that we did just a couple of days ago, yeah. we took the time, went through every contestant who will be appearing on the show and gave a little bit of background on them and mm-hmm. talked a bit about Maddie J, our bachelor. Yes. Um, if you want to catch up, it's still a great time to do that. Um, we won't be repeating too much of that stuff this time around. Um, but this was our official meeting with all of these wonderful characters. Uh, they appeared on our TV screen for the very first time. And certainly made a variety of different impressions, didn't they? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. It's hard to disagree with that. <laughs> no, I think they all made exactly the same impressions. Um, um, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, uh, just quickly before we dive into an episode-by-episode episode recap, which is kind of how we run things here, strong first impressions. Who do you like? I think maybe the person who made the strongest first impression on me and who kind of surprised me was Tara. Oh, yeah, okay. I found Tara to be like very refreshing, very funny, um, you know, not necessarily taking it super seriously, but then also like 
displaying quite a bit of personality in that. You know? Certainly, yeah. I think that we thought that Tara might be a potential love interest. Mm. Uh, I don't necessarily feel that way after two episodes. It's not really leaning in that. I mean, like, it could go any way from here, but yeah, it, it certainly doesn't seem to be reinforcing that. Mm-mm. But it does seem like Tara is a cool legend who will be on the TV and be very enjoyable for yes. a few weeks. Yes. And yeah. we, I mean, like, typically those are the characters that we gravitate towards anyway. Definitely. Really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other character who I, or woman, who I really mm-hmm. liked, in fact, was Flo. Yeah, Flo was good too. Yeah, she was a standout, especially in episode two for me. She's great in confessional, lots of cutaways to her where mm-hmm. she's got very snide, dry, funny things to say. Yeah, yeah and I particularly liked her delivered with her voice, I think. Um, she's got a bit of an accent. She's Dutch. Yeah, she's Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flo was the one who really, really impressed mm. me. Who made a poor impression? Um, I really disliked everything that happened with Jen and Elizabeth. Same. Uh, and we will talk about exactly what went down, um, but it was just not super fun. Uh, so maybe we won't even go into that much detail on our recap podcast because we are allowed to control <laughs> yeah, how yeah, much yeah. We time are the we masters spent. of our own destiny. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, another person who really made a strong impression on me mm. was The Bachelor himself, Matty J. Me too. Yes. We expressed some concern about how maybe he would be sort of smoothed out and and less interesting as often Bachelors become. I didn't feel like that was really the case at all. Me neither. He's got that beautiful... Uh, charming quality to him mm. that I think has been really allowed to shine through, and a show like this really gives him the format to operate well within. I think he's got this quite spontaneous sort of way of speaking and making conversation with people, uh, and I think it would be really wrong of them to cut it out. So I'm glad that they haven't. Yeah, and it's also really hard to edit around that. I assume. True. Because I guess if you're so. giving that much to the camera, and you also happen to be striking and beautiful, which Matty J, let's face it, is has trouble not doing it. Yes. Yeah. It's really. Uh, it's shaping up to be a good season of bacheloring definitely definitely Mm. something we've talked about before something we'll probably touch on again anyway we ought to provide some specific examples let's dive head first in what do you reckon i'm in all right so we begin with the bachelor season five episode one yes fuck yeah let's go so the perfect host of the show osher ginsburg love him uh he begins by recapping maddie's journey on the bachelorette last year we see a highlight reel of the series ahead, um, which, you know, it plays right to our ex- expectations. Leah even says, I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah. At one point, it's pretty standard. Uh, we learn that there'll be a trip to Singapore at the end. It's usually a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, we see a little package introducing Maddie. He is mostly shirtless, and he looks out over the water, reminiscing on his relationship with Georgia. Uh, we also meet his family, including his mum, uh, who offers to slice an avocado for Maddie because he doesn't like doing that for some reason. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, as well as George, Maddie's nephew who is a little baby oh. who has got a very grown-up face. George has some real things going on. <laughs> yeah, we were trying not to make too much of a big deal about this baby's appearance because, like, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, it's an easy target. But the name David Lynch did come up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, it's just a creepy vibe with this kid. I will say, though, like, Maddie and the kid have quite a good rapport. Yeah, is like, it because he's called George? Who knows? Ooh, maybe. Ooh. A little, yeah, past flame yeah. Uh, reigniting. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a fun little bit uh, that Maddie does with the baby where they're talking to each other, and he's like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go get a girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> but as he's leaving, he kisses the baby right square on the cheek, <laughs> and it is the first kiss of the season. Who knew? Yeah. I did not expect that to Me to be kissing a small man baby uh, of, as the first first one of the show. Of sh- all the, the predictions yeah, yeah. on our episode that we put out a few days ago, we missed that one. Um, yeah, got to chalk that one up to science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, chaos theory. <laughs> Big Bang Theory? Is that what you're That's, going for? Yeah, yeah, I think so, the yeah. The whole universe. Yeah. Mm, young yeah. Sheldon coming this mm-hmm. September. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we haven't done the Young Sheldon chat yet? No. So they're spinning off Big Bang Theory. Are they actually? They, they, they really are. Um, it's a little kid who's playing Sheldon and, you know, he's in high school even though he's only like eight or ten years old because he's so clever. No. But he has some real trouble getting along with his other friends in his class or whatever. Isn't this like the Neil Patrick Harris show from the 80s, Doogie Howser? Yeah, basically. Fuck. Yeah, it's like it's like a sitcom. It's like a multicam instead no, of No, this single. is bad. No, the other way around. Is yeah. it Chocolate Ray? Uh, probably. I don't know. Oh my god, this mm. sounds awful. Well, I mean, like everyone from Big Bang, they've been on that show for like ten years. More than yeah, they're all getting tired, man, yeah, and now they, they need some anymore. fresh blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh boy, mm. so Sheldon Junior. That's what it's called. It's called Young Sheldon. Oh god. 
I'm really oh, excited. I feel disgusted. No, I think it's great. It's cool. Uh, we, you, I'm glad we're talking about it on mic because people <laughs> like you only have a couple of months to catch up on all 11 seasons of Big Bang Theory, and you're really going to need it to understand. Oh. Um, see, his dad, he's a football coach. Oh, Sheldon's wait, not a wait, wait, footballer. Wait. I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. Is this to facilitate Johnny Galecki going back to Roseanne? Because that is the only circumstance in which that is acceptable. Possibly. Fuck, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm in on a Roseanne revival. Mm. Uh, That's not what we're talking about, though. We're talking about (laughs) Young Sheldon. We're here on Young Sheldon of Hearts. (laughs) The podcast where we're talking about Young Sheldon. (laughs) Let's start that side podcast, please. Okay. Um, Coming soon to the BOH Pod Network. (laughs) We're both laughing, but I would do that for sure. Me too. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll put that in the top So pocket. we're cutting yeah. all of that, and uh, <laughs> it'll just be a fun surprise. Maddie's limo arrives at the mansion, and he greets Osha in the courtyard. Maddie says things like, I believe in love at first conversation. And Osha says things like... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've had some water. <coughs> oh, it's a bit strong. I swallowed it. A little spicy. <laughs> I should have warned you. I've swallowed my water the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. No, that's bad. <coughs> I hate it when that happens. Good omen uh, for Matty J. I'm sorry yeah. about that. I hate it when you accidentally, instead of pouring water into your mouth, you just like <laughs> splash it all over your face. Yeah, that's what's happened. You know, dunk your head gone, in a big bucket full of water it's instead of drinking It's gone down the air hole instead of the water hole. Mm. That's that's right. That's how the esophagus works. I believe so. <laughs> oh my God. The, the human body is comprised of two holes. <laughs> an air hole and a water hole. <laughs> Yeah, my point of entry you pay the price. is the same point that I leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, Fright and Rabbit joke. Let's go. Sure, <laughs> people love that. <laughs> um, Maddie starts saying some things like, I believe in love at first conversation. Good line. Mm. And Osha says things like, are you looking for fireworks tonight? Because it's like, it's night one and they use that line on the poster and no one's really allowed to have a personality yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, then we, now we get some limo exits. They pretty much cut right into it. Yeah, it's good. Um, I thought the pacing in this episode in general was very good. Yeah, everything, everyone came out fast, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like we also spent enough time with all the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were praising New Zealand for that, so I think it's right of us to mention that they've done, done quite well on that. Absolutely. Too. So first up is Alex, the body painter. Yeah. Um, she's a little bit nervous, but she has a cool painted arm that she shows off, mm-hmm. uh, and Maddie says that she gave him a really good vibe. Weirdly short for a first limo exit, I think. Yeah. Um, she almost got probably one of the shorter shrifts of anyone. Which yeah. Is, which is odd, because generally the first limo exit like is hyped up quite a bit more. Yeah, or a contender, someone who ends up being around for quite a long while. Yeah. And for her to get such a shortcut, mm. well, it sort of makes me feel like she could be around for a little while. She might go on a single date, but I don't think that we will see her particularly long Yeah, term. it's pretty hard to say at this point, but we don't give... They don't give us much reason to believe she'll be around forever. For sure. Uh, the nanny named Tara is up next. Yeah. Um, she gets a video package, um, which is a good sign for her, um, where she plays with kids and she has a glass of wine with her sisters. Um, then we cut back to her and Maddie uh, spots a tattoo on her finger. And then oh, yeah. she brings up another tattoo she has behind her ear. Um, which causes him to get up real close and have a look, uh, which, you know, that's a good move. Yep. Get get that proximity. Get that close to that ear. That's um, how I believe that flirting works, right? Yeah, the closer I think that so. you can get to their ear, the better. Well, that's why we do it via podcast yeah, every yeah. week. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's forgotten which side of her head this tattoo is on, which is funny. really cute. Yeah. Uh, I was in the room with people who have tattoos who are like, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, so I like that. It doesn't. It didn't feel like a made-up uh, TV bit, you know. It no. felt like she forgot what side the tattoo was on. It was quite cute. Yeah. Um, she also calls him mate on the way out. So maybe we're meant to think that this is like a just friends kind of narrative. I think that might be what ends up happening. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Um, but she says hopefully soon she'll be calling him babe. Lol. Lol. Yeah, is exactly the right reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll make some kind of pig joke. <laughs> We've been there. Um, Laura is next. We are forbidden for talking about Babe on this show. You are the person who no, forbid no, no, us. No, 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 no. We're allowed to talk about Babe on the show. Right. We are forbidden from talking about Babe 2 Pig in the City on this show. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just turned into the guy from the Fenton YouTube video. I don't Have know. you seen Fenton? No, no. Oh, it's amazing. So there's this dog that runs wild in a park. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pretty much like 
wide pan to uh, a herd of cattle in a big park in, in England. Mm-hmm. And then off in the distance, you hear this guy go, Benton! Benton! And you're like, what the fuck's going on here? This whole video takes like a minute. Mm. And this dog slowly, slowly runs onto screen and these cattle start just piss bolting. Wow. So fast. And the dog's like chasing after them and it's so clear that he's got off the leash. Mm. And then maybe like 10 seconds later, there's a man who runs onto screen and he's going, Fenton! (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ, Fenton! Fenton! And I like that a lot. It's great. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. watch Fenton. It's okay. my favorite YouTube video. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fenton 2, Pig in the City. I'm not into <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about it. Don't even make the joke. <laughs> so Laura comes up next. Oh, I'll say that again. So Laura is up next, uh, the 30-year-old jewelry designer from Rush Cutters Bay. She has come empty-handed, uh, and Maddie remarks that she should have brought him some jewelry. Uh, and then Laura sort of looks off camera, and she says, no, they... And then she cuts <laughs> off and there's like a little bit of an edit. And I'm like, what, they? Like, who's, who's they? they? And what did they say? How come you're not allowed to promote your own brand of jewelly products on national TV? So weird. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> It's not like this show is sponsored by Michael Hill. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, anyway, she offers up this obsidian ring that she's wearing, which is quite nice looking. Yes. Uh, Maddie tries it on and she says, I think now I need to start a men's range. That's nice. Coming soon. Yeah. Uh, up next is Kobe. She's got a handful of red heart-shaped helium balloons. This was cute. I like this a lot. Yeah. So um, she takes a sip of the helium before she even introduces herself. And they have this little high voice conversation together, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if he knows what her real voice sounds like. <laughs> uh, Maddie says his head's spinning a little bit. It's just nice. Yeah, this is really good. Um, any format that allows Maddie J to be spontaneous and have fun is really good. Yeah. And that Kobe was a conduit for that is excellent. Totally. And I want to see more of their interactions in the future. Uh-huh. It seems like he wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it made me think about fun times I've had with helium in the past. Oh, Xavier, such tell the story, tell the story. Well, I don't know. I mean, like one time I was at a party and I kind of overindulged a little bit. Uh, not necessarily on uh, any of my usual vices, but I, I had quite a bit of helium and I ended up throwing up in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you woozy. Like, you know. Yeah. 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 So anyway, maybe that's what love's like. <laughs> Last time I was in a relationship, I threw up in the toilet. You, you puke a lot? Yeah. Uh, nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we then get this montage of some very very quick looks at some of the women that we won't be spending much time with this yes. week. Uh, Simone, Elise, Monica, Laura, Anne, who says she's looking for someone to make her ovaries tingle. Um, uh, Elizabeth, Steph, Charlene, uh, Stacy, whose Miss Personality 2015 sash from the V8 supercars has been blurred out. It's so fucking funny. I know <laughs> it's just criminal though because she's gone. Spoiler yeah. alert: she goes home. Like she, they, they don't. This, she's got nothing. She's just got nothing. She's like, just got nothing. Like, that is the funniest single character saga of this entire show. It's been such a pleasure to get to know Stacey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I she wish got I knew what our word said. in None. at all. None. And her thing was blurred out. And her sash was blurred out. Yeah. And, I, like, did she decide to wear it? Did someone put it on her? I don't know. This is the thing. Did they think that they could get Spono from Miss Supercar? Yeah. I don't know. Miss Supercar. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the Transformers yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> She's a Decepticon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, and Sean and Jennifer also get skipped over. Yes. Any surprises in there? Uh, was I surprised that we skipped anyone over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Elise. Elise the, the hockey room. Yeah. yeah. I thought maybe we'd see a bit more of her. I thought we'd spend some time with her too, but maybe we were wrong about everything that's going on there. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe she'll pop back up, back up a bit later. Slow burn. Yeah. Jennifer was the other one who I thought was surprising, seeing yeah, that she has true. emerged as a villain. Yeah, she's definitely... She, I mean, she got plenty of attention these two episodes, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to have her skipped over right from the start, it was. it is kind of weird when you're in the third act of this episode and you're like, wait, all these people are fighting? I don't even remember meeting most of them. Yes. Because you only really get introduced to like the golden children, <laughs> you know, like the, the, the standout ones. Definitely. Natalie, the midwife from Adelaide. Uh, Natalie? Natalie, way in in the comments. There it is. Um, <laughs> she gets a generous video package as well, um, and she's a bit of a wild card. She admits mm. to having stalked Maddie J on Instagram for six months, which, like, 
who would do something like that? Like go on Instagram and try and track down people who are going to be on Bachelor and like follow their profiles before they're officially announced. And and then like hypothetically, if we were watching the episode together and uh, it happened to come up on your phone as a notification. Sure, yeah, that my follow request had been rep- approved all at the same time, weirdly <laughs> enough, at like 7.35 p.m. on night one. Very strange, guys. Very Something's weird. going on. Yeah, almost like an embargo was lifted at mm. that exact moment. <laughs> it's like that, but I prefer to think it's not. And they all just <laughs> noticed. Everyone just checked their phone. Everyone like, was like, oh, oh Bachelor. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she says, everyone likes a bit of crazy, right? Oof. I'm not sure. Um, Natalie's nervous, accidentally calls her sweaty hands moist about five times in a row. Fucking, okay, people who have a thing about the word moist Get are the worst grip. kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it was a joke on how I met your mother. Uh, I don't fucking care. It's a word. Yeah. It's you fine. Can, you can do way she's, better than and that. And she's like playing into it like it's the funniest thing ever. I don't know. You can do she, much better than that. I feel like it's indicative of a poor sense of humor. So what's the yuckiest word according to you? Uh, the yuckiest word according to me is commitment. Wow. What? No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Uh, what about uh, um, cornstarch? Mm. Yeah. Or things with QUs that shouldn't have QUs. Okay. That's also gross. I can't think of any. Uh, what about, um, you know, the vegan... Uh, corn, corn. corn. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. It's also usually not vegan. Is it really? A lot of it's just veggie, yeah. Okay, there you go. Bullshit. Yeah, fuck that, off. Fuck off, corn. Stop crowding up my supermarket enemy. aisle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Natalie then reveals that last year she was in a relationship with a woman. Cool, said me. Yeah. Briefly. Yeah. Because um, instantly, like... And and representation of queer people on TV is very very bad, and and particularly on Bachelor is like absolutely abysmal. Yes. Uh, instantly the narrative moves to like turning her straight, and how Maddie's going to be the one to like bring her back, Ugh. which is like really disgusting and messed up, and really not how it works at all. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, it's just it's just such a bummer. Like we shouldn't be seeing this stuff on TV. Um, it it's sends so a bad message, and also like particularly given. Um, there was a quite a high profile, like off screen relationship that happened between two of the female contestants on the season lo- last year. Yeah. Um, you would think that like, given that was received very well by a lot of people, a lot of people were really excited about it and got a lot of media attention and stuff Yeah, that they would be a little more open to treating this stuff seriously. Um, and instead we kind of got the direct opposite, which is such a bummer. Yeah. It was so shit and so throwaway. And I remember she was like. Yeah, I was in a relationship with a woman last year and my friend Lauren and I, uh, our friend Lauren and I mm. were sitting on the couch and high-fived and then she was like, but then, now, I couldn't believe that happened. Yeah, and, blah, 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 blah. and we were like, Glad oh, I got take that it back, out of my back, system. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, up next, the fucking pigs show up. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, or should I say, Constable Michelle Paxton, um, a contestant on the show, arrives in a police car. I really liked Michelle. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Um, I thought this entry was quite good, even though we kind of knew it was going to happen and we kind of spoiled it. Yeah. Uh, I still thought she played it out pretty well. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it, it also started this conversation when Maddie's talking about how he's actually been in the back of a police car before, mm-hmm. and we learn a little bit about bad little Maddie. Bad little Maddie pissed um, in a bush ten years right. ago. Yeah, at the age of eighteen at a cricket ground. <laughs> Fuck the boys. <laughs> um, he says he hopes opposites attract in this case, which yeah. is funny because, like, you're not like a crime lord. You're not like a mafia boss. You pee yeah. in a bush one time. Yeah, opposites attract. Oh, what? hey. Uh, I actually thought Sarah's thing was really cool here. She Michelle? fake arrested him. What, what's her name? Michelle? Michelle yeah. Wait, why do I think she's called Sarah? Mm. Don't know. Is there a Sarah on this show? There this is. Season? Okay. She's a front runner. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michelle was really cool. She fake arrested him. I thought that their dynamic later on in the episode was really fun and flirty. Mm-hmm. I'm in on this relationship. That's right. I remember. He, she like turns him around and gives him the hand, like, I don't know if she has handcuffs, but she like puts him in an arm lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, that's a very hot cop or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I guess he's like, into, into that punishment I or I, yeah, I, that's his kink. That's let's fine. not speculate. Yep. You know, whatever you want to be into is cool. It's totally cool. Maybe Maddie you're in a relationship with a woman, and that should be celebrated on national TV. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Instead of like made a fleeting joke. Mm. Uh, Belinda is up next, the love coach, who I think is definitely hoping everyone who is watching at home really needs some love coaching, and maybe they want to go to a love coach named Belinda because uh, she does some love coaching on the TV. Um, so everyone could see what kind of love coach she is. It's my position that she's trying to advertise her love coaching business. Do you think that we could get our friends, uh, 
Alexi and Cameron on the podcast uh, to talk about the Love Guru. <laughs> I have offered to be on their podcast to talk about the Love Guru, and they said no. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe. <laughs> um, so she mushes his hand on her heart, and he puts her hand onto his heart, and she holds up a timer saying that they have to stare into each other's eyes without talking for a full minute. Oh. Uh, a lot of people singled this out as one of the more awkward moments it's creepy. of the evening. Don't do it. It is vaguely threatening, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if the actual police should be called at this point, because like, <laughs> she's holding him hostage. She's brought this timer, which seems so sinister. Um, but, you know, I mean, if that's w- what works in her professional life, then who am I to say maybe it's not going to help here? Yeah. Just didn't really see the sparks flying in this particular No, it would have been really, really fucking moment. uncomfortable. Yeah. Michelle is, like, back in action. Mm. She's like, this is illegal inside probably is illegal in some way right probs yeah yeah disturbing the peace yeah or, uh, <laughs> i don't know um the piece of ass <laughs> <laughs> florence I'm, I'm sorry about that no no florence um who is from holland via melbourne my big fave yes um has brought maddie some clogs she says, oh, no, no, no. I, I don't think anyone would ever actually wear these, but they're traditional. <laughs> which I thought was very, very funny. She's like, no, no, someone just put these in my hand as I was walking out of the limo. I don't care about this stuff. I have no conception of why this is important. Yeah. In fact, I feel like if I thought about it hard, maybe this would be a little reductive. <laughs> um, you know, It's because I'm from Holland, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was originally going to walk out with an entire windmill, um, but we thought it, you know, thought it might be a little difficult. Um, after My ship is called the Flying Dutchman. Mm. <laughs> <She's British. laughs> yeah, he loves boat dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, everyone does. Um, Akalina, who runs her own rhythmic gymnastics school. Does mm. she? Did yeah, ra- she does. That's she right. Does. Yeah. yeah, this is the point at which I kind of tuned out because Akalina was too fucking much. Yeah, this is pretty full on. She gets a pretty dismissive edit, I yeah. would say, where like there's all these little pizzicato strings indicating that she's a little bit kooky. <laughs> And she does this, like, truly technically impressive, uh, like, rhythmic gymnastic routine. Yep. And it is cool and looks good. And you can tell she's very, very good at it and very passionate about it. Mm. Um, but it's a little bit hard to say what she's actually like and what her connection with Maddie is. Probably not super strong. No, um, it was kind of like, here's the woman to do some flips. Yeah, it was like, hey, we, you know, this has been a little flat for a minute. Let's have something to spark it up a bit. Let's you know? go. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, mm. Lisa, here we go. The model from Melbourne, um, gets a glowing edit. Um, she looks flawless in that lighting and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's she, a great uh, jumpsuit too. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and Maddie seems genuinely like totally blown away by her. Uh, he even asks her to remind him of her name because yeah. he's like kind of Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, we also learn that Lisa played competitive tennis for twelve years. Um, and Maddie says he's an avid tennis fan as well. So that's nice. These are some white people. <laughs> um, uh, but like that said, I'm also a big fan of Mario Tennis. Yeah, That's sure. the game that introduced the world to Waluigi. So it has a big place in my heart. Obviously very special to you. Um, so we actually get to watch them play a little bit of Mario Tennis later in the, yeah, <laughs> in the episode. Yeah, it's really cool. So we'll we'll yeah. get to that. So Leah is looking for someone sharp, intelligent, and witty. And she's a little bit of a flirt. So look out, Batchy. Watch out, world. Yeah, exactly. Hello, world. This is me. (laughs) Ride some horses. (laughs) I don't think she has any horse things. No. Uh, Is there a horse girl in this season? mm, Not yet. Okay, we'll see. There was one as an intruder last time, so maybe, you know. Intruder is typically the time that the horse girl arrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, First thing she does is tussle Maddie's hair Like he was some little eight-year-old kid Mm -hmm. Um, He's got a pretty tussleable hairdo though He does It'd be hard to avoid tussling if you saw him Yeah, yeah, yeah Mm. Um, Then she makes him turn slowly uh, And makes a very confusing joke about how No one likes it when it's over and done with too quickly uh, And then says uh, Good things come to those who wait and she's like winking a lot and she's doing a lot of like, hey, mister. And I just didn't really understand this part, like what those jokes Seems like a have... lot of consecutive non sequiturs. Yeah, yeah. And like, I can't think what links them all together no, or, me or what her whole shtick might be at this point. Neither. So that's everyone. Uh, except that's it? 
Well, I mean, we skipped over probably three quarters of the women. Right. And then also there's one person who's missing, the Tahitian goddess, Elora. Yeah. Um, who is just absent at this point. Yeah, we're like, and, where the uh, fuck is she? Yeah, we, yeah. we just don't know. Um, just for good measure, we see some mean takes from the other women about Le- Leah's dress. Mm-hmm. Um, starting to get a little uh, heated up already. Osha and Maddie J explain how the roses work and they give this morale-boosting chat before Osha introduces the secret garden, which is a special new part of the mansion where Batchy can take one of the women for some alone time. Now, how is this different to the secret tree house that um, Richie had last year? Well, for one thing, you might have noticed it's got a different name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, this one is not in a tree. Mm. And it's less of a house. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, it's more of a garden. I'd say, yeah, garden is a good word for it. Yep. Um, but the secret part is definitely still the same. And you can tell that it's a secret because Osher explains it to everyone on TV. Yeah, okay, cool. And mm. that way, no one knows about it except for... All of us. Yeah, except yeah. like millions of people across Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, the other question that I had was, uh, how is it distinguished from the Secret Garden Music Festival that happens every April? Yeah, tough to say because I haven't been. Yeah. Um, but um, from what I've seen of both, yeah. it's basically one-to-one. I yeah. think that, yeah, everyone kind of gets rocked up. Um, yep. There's a lot of uh, celebration mm-hmm. and uh, the liquor is free-flowing. It seems pretty similar. Live music. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It's time for Maddie to start... Stealing some people away. And Maddie picks Laura first. Yes. Laura. Hmm. Mm. Um, Jennifer and Tara discuss how Laura looks like Georgia Love at this point. Do you think so? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. Maybe not like number one most Georgia Love looking person there, but I can definitely see the connection. Absolutely. She's a 30-year-old woman with brown hair. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, Maddie and Laura have what seems like a nice little chat, but it's interrupted by a blackout. Um, what? Which I kind of appreciate, actually. Like, it's nice to see them trying to be energy efficient. <laughs> um, you know, although the 20 odd kilometers of fairy lights didn't switch off. So, no, so you know, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, this is when Elora makes her entrance and she is twirling fire and she's, you know, she's all dressed up in like a skin tight outfit and stuff. It's very Elara cool. Croft. Yes, Lara <laughs> Croft is good. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, there's some, there's some really like kind of fucked up irony, like it's stupid, colonially speaking here, because some of the other women are calling her an intruder. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> she's the only non-white person. Uh, they're saying like, is she one of us and stuff? Like I was just noticing oh, that it's in so isolation disgusting. doesn't yeah. sound great. Um, yeah, like. I'm still a little uncomfortable about the way that they're exoticizing Elora's heritage. uh, And they're trying to give her this like intruder heat, even though it's night one. I guess all the women just got told there would only be 21 altogether. And then she snuck in or whatever. But it's like, it's just a bit much. It's so like, uh, it gives me heebie-jeebies to think that you would take the one person of color on this show. Mm. And position them as an outsider. Yeah, try and other them in that way. It's oh. not nice. Arkelina, the rhythmic gymnast from earlier, seems particularly nonplussed, um, given Alora <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of just does the same thing as her, but on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, if you can do a thing uh, the same as someone else, but on fire, you are better at that. That's no, true. Yeah, you are better than them at that thing. Mm. Unless it's like, you know, like plan a music festival or <laughs> you know, like those fires. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> bad things. Um, Secret garden, but on fire. Mm. Yeah. I've got a good name for it, Firefest. Ah, I think it's really going to go. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, at this point, everyone's drunk uh, and they're starting to treat each other like shit. Uh, and the episode, in my opinion, kind of starts crumbling. Yeah, we fall off a cliff here. Yeah. Natalie kind of body shames Elora um, when she changes from her fire twirling Lara Croft outfit into this silver dress. Um, you know, Natalie calls her a glamazon, basically treats her like a piece of meat. She like Yeesh. sizes up all her different body parts. I'm not into it. No. Um, Elora, who hasn't spent any time with Maddie yet, interrupts Charlene, which everyone starts raising their eyebrows about. They're like, ooh, this intruder's coming in, stealing all the time. It's like, the economy of time doesn't work that That's way. That's not how that works. Um, and then Jennifer interrupts Elora, then Stephanie interrupts Jennifer, etc., etc. And we skip almost all the actual conversations because, like, the mean takes that people have about each other are, like, better TV, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um... So, I don't know. Yeah. This stuff is very, very, very expected, and it happens in every season. 
Um, but because we watch a lot of this show, it's kind of the the glimpse. Yeah, it, the this glimpse it, coming off the rose. Yeah, to a certain extent, this is the gross and boring stuff. Yeah, when the cool stuff that could be happening that they could be showing is what's actually happening with Maddie and these women. Yeah, and his personality and how that's happening. There's a lot of room for it later in the season, but this drama stuff, I guess, is what fuels the fire of why this show is so popular. Yeah, but it's also a complete double-edged sword, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and like yeah, looking at any media around the show, mm. a lot of people making jokes about like how bitchy these women are and stuff like it's just toxic like it yeah. is absolutely yeah yeah um, uh, it's, it's important for us to, to recognize that and be super aware of it as yeah. we're watching it as well and maybe not engage in that yeah i'm yeah. not i'm not really interested in in saying so and so is being a bitch or whatever like no yeah we have much more interesting and important things to talk about mm. um it all builds to a head around this comment that elizabeth makes about jennifer's dress she calls it putrid um, and it's apparently in reference to some dirt that's on the bottom of it. Apparently there's like a few inches of dirt on the bottom, whatever. Um, it's apparently enough to make Jen start crying. So then we have to sit through this big confrontation, uh, and it's just a headache. It's cross cut with this footage of super kooky Natalie, who I might add is getting the exact same edit as Eliza was last year. Yeah. Um, we just watch her like goofing around and going and making weird noises and doing a fight on camera which like i would applaud (laughs) you know any other show um yeah it just doesn't it's It's, out of place here it's gross they should have built up to the fart a lot more that should have really been like the centerpiece of this episode that's my problem yeah Yeah. so yeah this segment's a bit of a mess whatever the whole thing yeah it's uh, i say it's gross but like it's gross in the sense that it's gross editing yeah it's just not fun to watch really yeah uh a little sloppy um, Maddie decides to take Lisa to the secret garden And this is a nice scene um, She has a very cool and easygoing vibe Which appeals to Maddie mm-hmm. um, Although yeah He's still kind of just going gaga over her And just like looking her up and down and stuff Yeah. Um, but that feels real Yeah. You know? um, and uh, we, we don't see too much of this chat um, Maddie rejoins the women He heads for the roses and picks one out Yes. Um, and it's not a first impression rose. It's not a white rose like we've seen on previous seasons. But he gives it to Michelle because she did make like the strongest first impression. Michelle was the cop. Yes. Um, and we liked her entrance as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's all good. Um, they spent some time together. Yeah. Not yeah. a huge amount, though. It's kind of just like, hey, thanks for that. You know, yeah. 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 It was nice. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Uh, not a huge amount to comment on, though. Back to Lisa, just for a second. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think that she's like. She's not standoffish, but she is very aware of the way that Maddie is looking at her. Um, mm. And it seemed like, especially we see a little bit of time from them, bet- especially we see a little bit of time between them in the next episode. Mm. It feels to me like she's doing a really good job of pacing this. You yeah. Know? She's probably aware that this is an effect that she has on dudes. Yeah. Uh, she's quite a beautiful woman. Sure. Uh, and it's it's really cool that she is sort of just slow playing this and... Uh, really taking her time with it, even though Maddie is ogling her yeah. out of this world. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's there's a moment, I think, in this episode where Maddie is just complimenting on her on how beautiful she is and stuff, and she's like, oh, thanks, uh, I don't take compliments super well. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, she's a model, like, she's aware of the way that she looks and the way people see her. Yeah. Um, there are other things you could say. Yeah. I, was, I was not really in Maddie's corner with that, although, like everyone likes to be complimented or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I, hoping, I'm hoping that their relationship develops stronger than that so that he'll have other nice things to say to her. Yeah. And I think that, uh, as it has developed, uh, even in the second episode, mm. we start to see a little bit more of that, a Definitely. little bit more foundationally in her, she might be with that character who has her walls up or something like that. I feel yeah. like that might be the other, the that we're starting to see. Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I guess like it, it's going to develop and, and see what happens here. Mm. But so far, I think that it has progressed to a nice level. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I back it and I'll, I'll be watching. Yes. <laughs> You'll be watching The Bachelor's AV? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to check it out. Good. Um, so anyway, yeah. Then we cut to the rose ceremony and there's not a huge amount to say about this rose ceremony. We say goodbye to some people that we barely met. Monica and Stacy. Miss Supercar. Stacy had the supercars. Monica, I really can't remember at all. I don't remember her. Uh, I've, yeah, she's on the website, so I'm sure she was uh, in our previous episode. Um, but oh, she was the pocket rocket. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. No, no great loss. No harm, no foul. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the end of that episode. Let's move on. Let's move on to. The Bachelor Australia, Season 5, Episode 2. 
We need some kind of jingle or yeah, something, Yeah, we do, right? we do, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Osha greets the women with their first date card. And it is a single date, which reads, I felt a spark immediately. Let me see your wild side. Woof. I don't it's know. It's demanding. Yeah, it doesn't give away a lot. It's definitely like... <laughs> It's time now. It We've is... known each other for all of a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that wildness is. Bring it out, it out, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was super weird. Also, I want to say that the uh, advertising leading up to this. Oh, yeah? I think we were kind of misled uh, because we saw a lot of action on a boat. And as much as we love boat dates, mm. um, we were also led to believe that there might be a kiss that happens. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, where in fact that is supposed to happen now next week. Now they're advertising it again as a thing that will happen next time. Yeah. Mm, Thanks, Tim. Mm. Um. It should also be said that maybe that's because this episode generally wasn't a good one. Yeah. It's a bit bit nothing this episode. We were a little cool on this one. I think there were some, not to spoil anything, but there are a few like familiar scenes in this one that uh, having watched too much of this show, Max and I have both kind of snoozed through. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, let's let's rip into it. This single date goes to Alora. That's right. Alora walks along a beach at Port Stevens to a jetty full of boats. Uh, and we both got really excited. Um, yeah. And Maddie is waiting on one of them. So they head out on the water and they're sharing just some glasses of OJ. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was cute. It suggests to me that it's probably quite early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Even then, though, they normally have some champagne in there or something. Yeah, it's true. But they like make a point of saying, like, no, strictly oranges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. It's bad luck to toast with anything but champagne. Yeah, yeah. But they do it anyway and good on them. Sure, yeah. Um, and this is more like good, charming Maddie banter, yeah. I think. Um, they goof about Maddie thinking that Alora's fire twirling was just a performance uh, <laughs> when he didn't realize that she was one of the women. Uh, and they also goof about their ages being 30 and 27. Um, it's nice, you know. It's cool. um, Maddie's very charming in this scene. And then the sun comes out and there's dolphins swimming around the boat and then Maddie's shirt comes off. It's just good. It's just good, guys. <laughs> it's, it's a good app. It's yeah, a good yeah, date. Yeah. Um, Maddie reckons Alora would look good wearing anything. Uh, he lists the examples: a cocktail dress, a bikini, or a sarong. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm watching this with you and just thinking, like, are they the only things that women wear around you? Mm. I think those are the three outfits that come included in the uh, Tahitian Barbie. Oh my god! <laughs> whatever Tahitian princess <laughs> doll. Uh, <laughs> each sold separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah, to yeah. buy them all. From the Mattel website. That's right, yeah. One piece at a time. Mm -hmm. They have a dip in the water together. They spend a little bit more time looking at each other. It's still quite early, so there's a lot of physical connection happening. Um, They even take some branded Instax camera selfies together. Very funny. Which I saw on Facebook later. They're selling that camera. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, they're not selling it. You can, like, enter a competition to win Yeah, for your chance to win Matty J's camera. (laughs) camera touched by Matty J for 45 (laughs) seconds. With two pieces of the ink paper missing. (laughs) Alora asks how Maddie has moved on from Georgia. And he says he was definitely heartbroken, but he wishes her the best. And he's at a point where he's ready to fall in love again. Um, He asks about her romantic history. Her first love was when she moved to France from when she was 19 uh, until about the age of 23. And since then, she's kind of always been on the move. She's traveled a lot, um, and she hasn't been able to settle down with anyone, but she feels like the time might be right now. Good. Both good answers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maddie's very impressed by her. He gives her a rose. Um, she says this thing in confessional, which I thought was quite interesting. She says, men don't really sit down and tell you what they want, and Maddie's different. And I think that's true. That's something about masculinity that's like that's like, I think the sort of masculine culture that we have in Australia really restricts people from vocalizing a lot of their wants and needs, particularly in a relationship. Yeah. I think a lot of Australian men in particular have trouble, uh, you know, opening up and, you know, we're not necessarily encouraged to. Um, so I think that's quite perceptive of Laura to realize that. And uh, yeah. It's, it is one of those things, and maybe it is a particularly Australian thing where it's hard as a dude sometimes to vocalize what you feel for fear of perception or because that's not something that you are used to doing, Yeah, you know? Um, and, like, not in the MRA sense. No. Uh, but in the sense of openness and collaboration and mm. respect. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, a lot of a lot of men in Australia have, have trouble talking about this kind of stuff. 
Um, but I just feel really lucky and glad that you and me are so brave and so good <laughs> at talking about feelings uh, and romance and love mm. that we have this great podcast that's so perfect five stars. That's exactly it. If you want to jump into the iTunes machine or the Stitcher machine uh, and five star it, yeah, um, leave some nice words about what kind boys uh, the hosts are. <laughs> Um, you tell us a little bit about yourself as well Yeah, yeah, that's great You can do that for sure <laughs> Elora cops a little bit of a grilling When she gets back to the mansion um, And she's very selective about what information that she reveals I hated this Yeah, um, especially the other women are baiting her with questions like So you're definitely in love? Uh, and like it was a very real experience Well this is the thing Alora says it was a very real experience mm. And sort of hints that she doesn't want to give too much away And then Leah and... Jennifer kind of turned that on its head and really start going for her and saying it was a real experience. Mm. So trying to like poke holes in the a very real experience. Mm. Like, fuck you! It's coming from a place of real jealousy, mm. and uh, it's yeah. It I don't know. It just it speaks to uh, competitiveness yeah. and a. It's hard to think that the editors manufactured that. You know, yes, that feels like that was just a real thing that happened. Yeah, and maybe the producers were able to manufacture that in the way that they were. Cast, or the casting, you mm. know, in the way mm. that they put this, team put these of elements women together. together, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it felt felt really gross and mean, and uh, I I wasn't here for it. I yeah. didn't have time for that. Yeah. Um, a group date card arrives. It says, "Ladies, do you remember the first time you fell in love, Maddie? Why did they have Maddie at the end of that? Because uh, I think he's like signing off, right? We know who it's from. Know- <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case anyone got confused, you know? Richie. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Um, so this group date is for Kobe, Elizabeth, Sean, Laura, Florence, Tara, Simone, Natalie, Leah, and Jennifer. All right. Big group. Uh, a lot of uh, TV-friendly, or like, what's the word? Photogenic mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is one of our favorite types of date. The Women's Day sponsored photo shoot. First date. Group date of every season of The Bachelor. Yeah, I just think so. Just FYI. Um, I remember it last year being very tedious and boring. Yes. This year, kind of similar. Yeah, it was. Last year, there was all of that tension between... Uh, what's the woman uh, who was really bored the whole time? The villain? Kira. Kira. And uh, one of the other women whose name I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this season, again, we saw a little bit of that competitiveness between... Uh, Leah and Jennifer and mm. some of the other women again. And it's also just like, because the women have so little control over this date, like yeah. they don't get to pick their outfit. They don't get to do what they pick, what they do in the photos. And they don't really get that much time to talk. It really just feels like a waste of time on this show where we're supposed to believe in like the romantic story or whatever. Yeah. It's highly manufactured for a magazine. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, Osher and Maddie reveal that they'll be recreating early relationship moments for women's day magazine. Um, there's a supercut of hair, makeup, and costuming as the women say things like, I've done photo shoots before, but never in a magazine this established. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so yeah, they break up into these like sort of smaller groups, um, where it'll be Maddie plus, you know, two, three or four of the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of have to fight over the good roles or whatever. They don't even get to fight over the good roles. They're, they're assigned. Just, yeah. They just put in costumes and then like sent on their way. The first scene is Florence and Jennifer, uh, and it is the scene is called Awkward First Date. Um, Flo gets to wear a red bikini, while Jen wears a lifeguard outfit that makes her look, as she says, like a Jewish banana. <laughs> Wait, no. That's what Flo says about Jen. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. Yeah. That's uh, even funnier. That was my favorite line of the episode. Yeah. Because it's such a sick burn. <laughs> I'm not and sure exactly what it means. Neither do I. I'm guessing it's referring to like a yarmulke. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the yeah the yarmulke and uh, Looking the Looking similar to like a the- red and yellow... Like surf cap. cap yeah yeah mm. um it's very funny yeah i like sometimes it's meanness on this bachelor show that you've got to like st- steer away from but then sometimes someone's sometimes it's meanness on this bachelor program that you've got to steer away from but then sometimes someone comes out with such a ripper of a burn yeah yeah that you have to just really just appreciate i'm very stoked for offered. flo's commentary me too yeah um, more of this please flo's my favorite yeah 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 um, so Jen decides to strip down and go for a dip in the pool to get a little bit more attention, uh, I guess, cause this lifeguard outfit's not doing it. Um, the others don't appreciate it, obviously. 
Um, I noticed in this scene, it's it's kind of almost a shot for shot remake of something we saw in the US Bachelor. Yeah, this is the Corinne date, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, it's I mean, it's a group date. We call it the Corinne date because she obviously made quite a splash. Yeah. Um, if no, if you weren't watching the US Bachelor, you're forgiven, and you probably made the right choice. But, yeah, you did. Uh, on, uh, one of the contestants on a, on a date very similar to this, where there's a photo shoot in a pool. Uh, she uh, she bears her uh, chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, very controversial, and uh, you know everyone was very upset about it. Similar theme here. Yeah. Um, second scene is Laura, Elizabeth, Natalie, and Sean, and it is modeled after a school formal. Um, so this is a fun little display for some tragic '80s fashions. They're posing in front of a sign that says "Class of '89," which is two years after Maddie was born. <laughs> um, a little chronologically confused here. Um, Laura seems to catch Maddie's eye again, but then Sean does the worm, and it fucking rules. Yeah, Sean doing the worm is a big highlight of this. Hell episode. yeah, Maddie can't think about anything else, and neither could any of the viewers. Uh, and that's where my notes end. Weirdly enough, so weird. I'm yeah, really transfixed by that. <laughs> um, the third scene is Tara, Simone, and Kobe. Uh, the scene's called First Crush. Um, Maddie plays the crush. Uh, and the other oh, three... Oh, this is the cheerleader one. <laughs> cheerleaders, oh. yeah. Kind of a misnomer with the first crush thing. More, it's just like, uh, we're going to put you in skimpy cheerleader outfits. Yep. Uh, and put you in the magazine. All right. Cool. Anything happen? Kobe's like, oh, these cute little skirts and awesome little tops. And I'm like, Kobe, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I don't sorry. believe any word that you have just said, Kobe. Mm. Yeah. Fourth scene, uh, it's lucky last. It's just Leah. Just Leah and Maddie. On a bike. Yes, that's right. Um, and this one is called First Kiss. And we're all like, oh, maybe. In the ad break, they said maybe they were going to. Um, so Maddie rides a Harley Davidson in leather. And Leah's dressed up like Sandy post-makeover in Greece. Mm. Um, which, very problematic movie, by the way. Greece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've but never seen Greece. Right yeah, just give it a miss. Okay. You read the book. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah So they're almost kissing And just not quite She goes for a really big pash And Maddie pulls back Their faces are very close To each other the whole time mm. Tension Ooh um, It's a bit awkward But also a little bit satisfying Just because it's like It's already so clear That we're not meant to be Rooting for Leah um, I mean Leah pr- probably has some fans In the audience But like uh, You can kind of tell yeah. It's probably not a thing um, So that's that little scene uh, Maddie arrives back at the mansion with a gigantic hamper full of muffins. Apparently, muffins are a huge turn-on for all these women because <laughs> they're all like fucking losing their minds. I couldn't tell if it was a sponsored like muffin company it didn't or seem if, like it. No, I don't think like any like muffin break like or anything got mentioned. I feel like he stayed up all night breaking. Breaking? I think Bre- you've broken. I've broken. He stayed up all night breaking bad, mm-hmm. uh, and he broke some bad muffins. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then they broke bread. Mm. Yeah. We- we love our so, bread. We love we our love muffins. muffins. Yeah. Most of all. We love the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Five oh, yeah, stars five on stars. iTunes. Maddie, <laughs> uh, realizing Network 10 has allotted them some extra airtime for the first week, <laughs> invites Lisa for a game of tennis before the cocktail party. Not a single date? Not a single date. Not nope. technically any of the options that he had on the table. He's just like, ah, oh, Lisa, just come. Because so he could be doing that at any time with any of these sure. people. Yes. But he doesn't. Mm. Uh, unless they mention that they used to play tennis. In which case. And also they're very hot and blonde. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, Lisa tells Maddie she's not high maintenance. She doesn't wear a lot of makeup, etc., which seems to be checking a really big box for Maddie. Yep. Um, personally, you know, it's here or there. It's your choice. Do what um, you want. Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't matter what Maddie thinks about that. Yep. Um, but they get dressed up in their whites and compare serves uh, and it's it's pretty nice. They're taking it seriously, but not too seriously. They're actually playing tennis, but actually also having fun together. Yeah. Um, Maddie does the best serve he's ever done. <laughs> so he's real proud of himself. So he bets her, if I win, I get a kiss on the cheek. And if you win, I will give you strawberries, cream, and pims later on, which is definitely sponsored. Yes. Um, so Lisa wins, but gives him a kiss on the cheek anyway. Cute. Mm-hmm. And then after the ad break, they reappear by the pool for their strawberries and cream. And Pims. Uh, <laughs> but Lisa pushes him into the pool and they have a bit of a splash around and then they wipe all the cream all over each other's faces. It's cute. It's cute, guys. It's really cute. This show can be cute sometimes. Yep. Um, it simmers down soon after that and Lisa reveals that Maddie seems to be everything she wants in a partner. She's looking forward to getting to know everything about him. So she gets a rose, of course. Fantastic. Fantastic. Really liked it. Great chemistry. Yep. Felt good. Felt real. Felt natural. Yep. Um, 
definitely like it all takes place within the very heightened environment of the bachelor but it seems like something they could also enjoy in real life if they happen to exist in real life if they exist in real life and have a membership to a country club true which, yes let's be real probably they between do. the two of them yes. i'm sure yeah 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 uh cut to the cocktail party um Ooh. lisa turns heads in a glittery dress with rose in hand uh, Florence steals Maddie away almost immediately, but we don't see any of it. Yeah, sad. Mm. Mm. I know. I'm always waiting to see what she's got. I feel like the two of them together would be a real good. Like, I think there's some real funny stuff. There's to come a good out dynamic. Of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe the editors are scared of putting too much accented English in the show. <laughs> I worry. I worry, Max. Uh... Um, and Laura is a little bummed out that she's no longer the only person with a rose. So she goes and chats with Maddie, which is obviously a big deal because she's got the rose. She's already got a rose, yeah. Everyone wants theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. They have a nice chat. Uh, there's also a confrontation between Elora and Jennifer, um, especially when Elora says that there's a darkness to Jen. Yeah. Um, she says, actually, no, I'm really very sweet and sunshiny and lovely. Thanks very much. Fuck. That's not a quote, but you know. It was pretty close. (laughs) I'm not dark. People all the time say I'm very pleasant and fun to be around. (laughs) Understand? Um. Yes, Jennifer. I understand. You're very present. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then we have a rose ceremony and then Laura Ann goes home and we haven't seen or talked about her at all. No, Laura Ann was the one who kind of had the Kim K vibe going on in her bio. Yep. But we didn't hear anything about her. And to be honest with you, I forgot that she went home. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame because like we thought that that view of her was a little reductive. But that was kind of all the show was interested in uh, like showing yeah um and then it turned out they weren't interested in showing anything well yeah exactly yeah she was kind of there for like a vague eye candy in the first few promotional photos and like that's about it yeah there's um, just nothing unfortunately. really almost no screen time Mm-mm. in either of these episodes um she was a montage woman she didn't get any confessionals or no. any she, just nothing yeah just really nothing which same is as shame. same as monica in the previous one yeah. and also V8 Supercar Girl, uh, Tara? No, Tamara? Toya? Stacy. Stacy. Uh, <laughs> Toyota? Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's where it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Craig Lowndes. Um, <laughs> and. Did you see that fake laugh? Because <laughs> I pretended to know, you don't what know who that Craig Lowndes is. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. We could cut that out and preserve that fake laugh because <laughs> it's probably the most insincere thing I've ever done. <laughs> 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 Hopefully you guys have had some really good, insincere laughs (laughs) uh, listening Uh, to this episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, which I'm pretty sure is kind of wrapping up now. I think that's it, yeah. Do we want to talk any more? Do we have any new, like, picks? Anyone that we're really looking out for? Are we sticking with our pretty solid top few that we expressed last time? I want to put Lisa in there. Yeah, Lisa's up there for sure. I feel like we hadn't put Lisa in, but she definitely deserves to be. You're right, yeah. Yeah, and I like uh, like Laura, as I mentioned before. Uh, I think Laura stands a good chance as well. Um, hopefully one of them goes home though Because I can't stand the fact that their names are the same almost. It's awful that, It was a real bad decision Let's yeah. be real Yeah, Can't have two people with similar names Should hanging out. Them out Yeah, Put one of them on Sophie Monk's season Right What's the harm? What's the problem? Yeah Get it together, Bachelor Yeah um, and, uh, Come yeah, back to us I like Tara too I didn't know how I would feel about her But I think she's funny uh, Same with Flo I think they're both good commentary people Yeah And we'll probably have good funny moments I think Flo will Flo at least has the chance to have some romance as well. I don't mm. necessarily feel the same way about Tara. I believe it's called Floymance. Floymance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Elise kind of just wasn't there. Yeah, so. really didn't didn't show up that much. Neither did Kobe. I thought Kobe would be a bigger part too. Yeah. Um, but it's early days. Yeah, great first entrance from Kobe though. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty more to come. Yeah, and on this podcast too. Absolutely, mm. yeah. In fact, we've got some exciting stuff planned. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it in case it <laughs> falls through. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm glad you guys are listening again because uh, this season's going to be bigger and better. Yeah, it's been <laughs> The a- most dramatic season <laughs> in Bachelor of Hearts history. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> um, uh. So yeah, um, also uh, we're really stoked about the reception that our previous episode had. Yeah. Um, we're really hoping to get this show out to as many people as possible mm. um, and particularly given that it's the start of a new season and it's Australian Bachelor, um, we're hoping that this is a great time for people to jump on board. Definitely. Um, So let us know if you're joining the show for the first time and we'll be very glad to hear that. Yes. Uh, And and do please share it around with some friends if you get the chance. Obviously, we did come here to make friends. That's true. 
Um, so as Max mentioned before, um, hop on iTunes and Stitcher and give us a nice rating because that'll get us out to those people, um, i.e. everyone. Mm. Uh, and then also we're on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook and yeah, stuff. It's word all, of mouth uh, is cool. Yeah. If you want to send people a postcard, if you want to call your mom and tell us, tell them yeah. if you want to put us in touch with your mom, that's Where's cool. That mom demographic. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that. the mom demo. De- I feel like the mom demo definitely watches The Bachelor. Yeah. Hit us up, mums. I mean, everyone watches The Bachelor. Yeah. It's the best show in history. <laughs> this is peak TV, Max, and that's what people are talking about. It's actually the best, most sunshiny show <laughs> on the fucking television. Got that? <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that'll, that'll just about do it, I think. Great. Um, thanks again for being here, and, uh, and have a wonderful week, and I love you, and I'll give you a little... And, That's uh, real nice, uh, yeah. I'll give you all the very best, and uh, you know, t- please take the time now to say goodbye. We'll uh, see you next week on the Young Sheldon podcast. <laughs> but we cut the Young Sheldon. No, we did it. We did the Young Sheldon. Uh-uh. <laughs>